1: I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Bolton to Forsyth, and all the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather, a traffic riddler, or breaking news, breaking news immediately accurate. From the WSB 24-hour Breaking News Center. WSB, depend on it. Hey, this is Rick Springfield, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show.
2: He packed in the animals two by two
3: ox, camel, and a kangaroo Packed him in that ox so tight I couldn't get no sleep that night Roll the bus, ship, and him to Tell him about God's master play Whoa.
0: Welcome back to the show, 11077 After 11. Mark I'm here, you there, with you till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Still to come, little Sanjay, Johnny Kilbasa Tomorrow on the show, Chris Kattan, formerly of Saturday Night Live. We are discussing... Uh, The Kevin McCarthy uh, announcement today that he is not going to be running for Speaker of the House, basically turning down the Speaker of the House gig. Have you ever turned down a job that you later regretted? I mentioned at the top of the show I was offered a teaching position at a private school in Italy, right out of college, to teach English and to coach the baseball team. Free room and board, like twenty-three grand a year, and I turned it down. I didn't even think twice about it, actually. And like 18 months ago, I was like, man, how different would my life have been if I did that? Why did I not do that? Living in Italy for two years, napping in the middle of the day, eating chicken parm every day. I mean, come on. (laughs) 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Have you ever turned down a job that you now regret? Ron joins us on the program. Hello, Ron.
1: Hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure, sir. What's going on? I'm out working on the dirt bike in the garage. I always listen to your show at night. I appreciate it, buddy. Uh, let's see. I have a different take on things. I tend to uh, say yes to job, jobs I'm not qualified for and <laughs> don't regret that. Okay. Yes, I I, uh, I I was in 2008. I got a call out of the blue, and a representative from a Spanish audio company asked me if I would like to work audio at the, uh, 20, 2008 Beijing Olympic games. And I said, sure. And you did it. And I did it. And it was a month long stay and uh entry level type thing. And since then I've worked three more Olympics all the way up through London and have a contract for, uh, um, for Rio de Janeiro right now as an assistant manager. And I've also been to two, uh, Super Bowl's working audio as well. That's
0: awesome, man. How was so Beijing? Did you have fun people. in Beijing?
1: It's a very exotic place. They treated us like kings. It was it was great. How is the
0: general sauce
1: chicken there? <laughs> uh, it, well, you you order by photos on the uh, menu. Okay. And some things that you think are chicken are not really chicken. <laughs> I've always
0: heard that, you know, Americans who like I absolutely love Chinese food. DeMarco knows. I I'll eat a I'll eat a lo mein off his head. Um, but I've heard that if you go to China, the Chinese food there, Americans wouldn't like it.
1: No, it's cold, salty vegetables for breakfast. And, uh, you know, there's fortunately there's Kentucky fried chickens everywhere. Boom. But it's just kind of a different take on things. Everybody's regretting jobs that, that they didn't take. And, uh, I say, well, you, gr- you grab life yes. by the
0: horns, man. Good job. Say
1: yes. And then, yeah, say yes. And then figure the stuff out.
0: Exactly. Ron, always, uh, thank you so much for calling in, man. I do appreciate you listening. All right, thanks for taking the call. See you, buddy. Uh, Bob's in Canton. Bob, you're on the Mark Aram Show.
3: Well, hey, how you doing, Mark?
0: What's going on, Bobby?
3: Well, I messed up pretty good. <laughs> I was working overseas with the Iraqi survey group, and uh, during that time frame, I had the opportunity to meet uh, Brian Dennehy. The actor? Yes, sir. Okay. And I uh, sat down, and I started talking to him, and, well, I... Hit him up with a little John Wayne and next thing I know he said, My God, you've got him down. And he said, Look, I'll tell you what, you'd be good in, in voiceovers. Let me let me give you my phone number and everything and give me a call when you get back stateside. Well, needless to say I didn't.
0: Why? I Just, why tech. why didn't you call?
3: Well I I kind of a little bit uh, uh worried about uh, money in between and everything else sure and i just didn't think maybe it wouldn't make that much money but after getting back stateside after finishing my contract with the military i checked in a little bit and heck, people make pretty good money
0: yeah if you can, if you can get established in that business that that's a good business to do it uh, it's well, it's ironic you said that bob because yeah. uh, back in my single days that used to be my line to 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 women be like, you've got an amazing voice. You ever think about doing any voiceover? Here's my card. Give me a call if you're interested. And just like you, Bob, they never called me.
3: Yeah, that's about what I ran into. Yeah.
0: Now, I'm not saying Brian Denny, he was trying to hit on you.
3: No, he actually was really impressed. I, I called him when I got back stateside. And I, yeah. said, I think I'm going to pass, and he asked me why. He did give me his own phone number.
0: That's crazy. You actually called. See, the women never called me. Do you ever do that in Longoria? Lie about. Give, just give your card out, like, hey, I work on radio. You've got a great voice, young lady. Why yeah, don't you give no, me? No, I never. I, I'm like, I, I used to do that all the time. Never <laughs> That's worked. A not, not That's a good that one, I know. Not once worked. 404 872 0750
1: 1 800 WSB Talk. And now, now, it's time for and Who Would You Rather Be with Little Sunshade.
0: He is the guru, the truth seeker, the soothsayer, the asker of unanswerable questions. <laughs> He joins us every Thursday, Lord willing, on the Mark Aram Show. He is Little Sanjay. How are you, Sanjay? What's
4: up, buddy? How you doing? You at a train station? I'm at a train station. (laughs) Good.
0: A train station in Delhi, about to board (laughs) a train with 50,000. Yeah, that or a rooster fight. Yeah, either
4: one. You know what? Whatever one looks better, I'm on.
0: All right, so uh, Little Sanjay joins us every Thursday. He asks us unanswerable questions. You can play along in your car. Um, Demarco's in for Lotte. Do you want to? Do you want to pull Marco and Taylor in to play with us too?
4: Uh, sure. That would be fantastic.
0: All right, Marco. Do you want to play? Uh, would you rather again?
4: Oh, <laughs> yeah, please.
0: All right, uh, T Bone Pickens. Are you down with this as well? Taylor. Oh, of course. All right. All right. So Sanjay. Uh, again, <laughs> folks at home, you can you can play along in your car. Sanjay asks us questions that we try to answer. Go ahead, buddy.
4: All right, I got four. Okay, okay. but I feel like these are pretty good. Go ahead. Would you always go to bed before midnight? or have to wink
0: at every attractive person you see? Male or female? Male or female. <laughs> I, um, I'd go to bed before midnight. I would love to go to bed before midnight. Oh, yeah. That'd be, fa- that'd be fantastic. DeMarco, you want to go to bed before midnight or wink at every attractive person you see?
5: Uh, I see a lot of attractive <laughs> women I see uh, here in Atlanta, uh, but yeah. I do need I need more sleep. <laughs> Before midnight,
0: so yeah. go yeah, and you teach jazzercise, so yeah, you're, yeah, you're gonna I mean, be I'm winking sleeping. through gonna that gonna be whole class. the whole thing, uh, <laughs> Longoria. Yeah, I'm lazy. I want to sleep before midnight. All right, Marco, what are you doing? The same before midnight. Before midnight, T Bone.
4: Um, you know what? I think I'm gonna go with Wink at everybody.
0: Yeah, little yeah. flirty Taylor. I love it. I'll, I'll yeah. It. Uh-huh. All right, Taylor, next Taylor, question, Sergeant. <laughs> All right,
4: would you rather be? A, <laughs> would you rather be able to teleport anywhere you want? 100 times, or be able to teleport back home an unlimited amount of times?
0: Teleport. That's a great question, by the way, Sanjay. I don't often give you props. That's an awesome yeah, question. He's coming with
6: some good Yeah.
0: Um, I'd rather teleport anywhere I want 100 times. Absolutely. Uh, DeMarco.
5: Anywhere... Uh I want to go a hundred times because home to me is Alabama. I'm really not missing anything. Well, I think home's me. No. Home could be home your apartment. Your home, yeah. Like, oh, apartment. home like home where I live now. Yeah. Like you could
0: just no. teleport from work to home. Boom. You're there. Oh
5: yeah. I'm never there anyway. So yeah. And yeah. you
0: got Uber. You can you oh, can always yeah. take Uber yeah. to get home.
4: Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. Do it a hundred times
0: anywhere. Hundred times anywhere. Marco, hundred times or back home. A uh, hundred times. T Bone.
4: A hundred times anywhere. Yeah, I like that question, though, Sanjay. Yeah, but I mean, the idea is like you could go to Israel or to you know to Europe somewhere and, yep. and teleport home, like for free, just like that. Done.
0: You're thinking about saving money on airfare.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what you're doing. Juice nugget. Juice um, nugget. I don't know. Like I the unlimited thing is cool. I guess. I guess it depends. <sighs> if if you have a long commute, I think the unlimited thing home is good. Like, if you leave work at, like, 5 p.m. and you're like, oh, I got two-hour drive ahead of me, unlimited, all right, I'm home. That would be the advantage of that. But since I never <laughs> I sit to in traffic... To that, Mark. Yeah, but since I never sit in traffic, I don't worry about that.
4: All right, moving on. All right, next one. Would you rather have a dog that that vomited a $5 bill onto your bed every morning? You know what? I'm going to switch that to a $10 bill. Okay. Every, every morning... <laughs> Onto your bed, or have a cat that knew how to use the toilet and flush it too.
0: When when you say vomit, is it like a dry ten dollar bill?
4: <laughs> it changes. It changes. Like, not the, like it's, not, it's not like a cat. Not like a <laughs> hairball. It's like a vomit.
0: So that it's wet. It's coming out wet.
4: <laughs> yeah, probably.
0: I I'm still doing with the dog that vomits the ten because I I'm allergic to cats. I couldn't have a cat in my house. I'd be <laughs> sneezing you, all the time.
4: Would you, would you do it with a one dollar bill too?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll oh okay, listen. If if I have to pay the dog $5 every morning, (laughs) I'd I'd rather do that than have a cat. (laughs) <laughs> I was just trying. I mean, if it's a dry ten dollar bill, that helps. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Uh, Demarco, what are you doing? The throw up cat,
5: a uh, throw up dog, or the cat that? I, I'll take the dog. And I mean, if it's even if it's if it's a wet throw up, you dry it out. I, I can dry it out, yeah. or I can have a bed designated mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> throw a special, up on that bed. Special that's throw up bed <laughs> yeah, for the that's dog. A throw up bed. Stay off that. One. I could see Demarco. He's got like a clothesline
0: <laughs> hanging in his living room with all these ten dollar bills <laughs> on it, drying out.
6: Longoria. Yeah, I'm doing the throw up. You're getting paid for it. That's yeah, the something. throw up. Even dog. if it's a dollar, that's a soda. Or marco what are you doing
7: <laughs> i've got cats so i'll take the cat you
0: want the cat that can flush <laughs> yes all right taylor what are you doing
4: i have a hundred pound mastiff so i'm going with the cat really <laughs> yeah, way to got a lot of throw ups.
0: oh that is a big dog big throw up yeah you're right all right i didn't get the master part all right great question sanjay finish right, up strong one, buddy
4: last one I, I i would like to i hope it works would you rather be sad for the rest of your life or scared for the rest of your life
8: <sighs> <laughs> Marco, Marco, boy, that's a, that's that's gonna worry you.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> man, I guess sad. Like I don't, I mean, scared. Like how? How scared am I? Like
4: you? Scream. I don't know. Scared like fifty percent scared. Like not terrified, but like
0: scared. Like I'm walking down Bankhead Highway at two in the morning. Yes, <laughs> yes. All right.
6: Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> or and sad. Like my dog just died, or how sad? Give me a level of sadness.
4: Uh, yeah, those are both very plausible. That's good. I think the scared thing would
6: not work too much on on TV. You know, you'd be like, uh, you know, yeah. on twenty five. You
4: know, like, you know
0: you'd be screaming every time. People would be like driving off the, Fre- the road. Fred throws to me, and here's yeah. Mark Aaron with traffic. Oh yeah, <laughs>
7: yeah. yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go sad all the time. I, I hate being sad, but I don't want to be scared all the time. That's no way to live. Demarco,
5: yeah. uh, you know, being sad though is is depressing, and I'm gonna bring other people down. And if I'm a little squirmish or or you know paranoid or something like that, jumping around, I mean, people can get used to that. You can work wanna, that into your jazzercise yeah, routine. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. Jump around. <laughs> jumping around. Surround yourself with, with good people, that, you know. But but bring it. Being sad, now.
6: All right, Longoria. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go sad. If I'm scared, I'll fire things off, and yeah, be hearing all you Can't kinds have a, scad board yeah, a scared that, board off. scared board off.
5: That won't be good. Man. No.
0: Be like, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: All right. uh, Marco, sad or scared?
4: I'll go with sad, yeah.
0: Sad all the time. T-Bone?
4: I'm dark and brooding anyway, so I'll go with sad.
0: Really? I thought you were going to go scared right there. You like the horror movies and stuff like that.
4: Yeah, but they don't scare me.
0: All right. Good enough. Fair enough. Sanjay, strong effort, my friend. (laughs) Nice. Amazing. Uh, Follow him on Twitter, at... Silky, the luck box. Thanks to uh, Marco and Taylor for playing along. And uh, we'll catch you next Thursday, Silk.
4: Word up, All right,
0: little Sanjay. That was a good effort. That was. It would have been way better if he was in-house. No, but I'd rather he is out of house with good questions than in-house with crappy questions. That's true. All right, good calls coming up next. Have you ever turned down a job that you now regret? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Throwback Thursday. Buddy Holly on The Mark Aram Show.
7: I can do except to change up all those changes that I made. I love you.
1: Mark Aram. I think we really got something in What do we got? An idea. What idea? An idea
0: for the show. I still don't know what the idea is. It's about nothing. Welcome back to the show. Eleven twenty-four. He should have taken that today. Hizzy. Ugh. Welcome back. Sorry. Fan uh, football action on... Anyway. Back to the phones. Dave's in Kennesaw. Dave, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, sir. Preach, brother. Welks, man. What's going on?
7: Not too much. This one's not going to be quite as glamorous as the other callers, but uh, after I got out of college, I moved uh, to uh, Conyers to move in with my best friend from high school, and uh, I had uh, interviewed twice for a job as a 911 dispatcher, and mm-hmm. I was telling DeMarco that, you know, all my life I had always had an interest in working in the emergency services and, you know, it was something that I could do with my vision and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went through the process, but my best friend's dad called me after I had done the second interview and offered me an immediate job starting the next day. Doing And what? I took that job instead of working for conures 911
0: what was the job that you got offered and you took
7: it was basically you know front desk work and uh paper pusher at a uh doctor's office that um my best friend's dad owned and you know it started out at decent pay and i would have made a little bit more money but is it it too
0: late for you to become a 911 dispatcher
7: um probably not but i resources a little bit more and talk to a couple people in the industry, and there's a lot of multitasking involved in that. Oh thing. yeah. And later on, now that I'm not young and dumb anymore, I think I would have been more of a hindrance gotcha. and done more harm than good. That's and, that's uh, a, we
0: we I deal with. Uh, I talk to nine one one operators all the time. More, not so as much anymore, but back earlier in my traffic days because we call them all the time. That's a horrible job. I mean, not a horror. It's a good job, but very taxing, right, very right, stressful right. job. Uh, Frank's and Bremen. Frank, you're on the Mark aram Show. How you doing tonight, Mark? What up, Frankie? Hey man. So back when I was in college, I was probably about a junior in college, a buddy of mine got a job working for working construction up in New Jersey. And he offered to get me on with a company that he was working with and I didn't have a degree and this sounded like a really good deal at the time. I mean, just I was would have made like forty five thousand dollars a year plus three thousand dollars a month for a per diem. And uh, I, I, I ended up turning it down. Why? And um, well I I, I Talk to my mom, and she's like, you know, you know, you need to finish your degree. And plus, too, I was uh, just really started dating good the woman that's now my wife. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, listen, you got you got your bride out of it. You could, right. You could have lost her for, for if you took that job, Frank. I got a roll. We got news, weather, and traffic coming up. Uh, Stephen Duluth's got an amazing story. Danny's got a great story. And yours. Did you ever turn down a job that you now regret? 404 Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. That and Johnny Kilbasa next. Throwback Thursday on the Mark Aram Show. You know my love and i away. I'm WSB's Mark, Mark Aram. Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news,
1: <laughs> severe weather alerts, or a traffic riddler, whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate
0: WSB.
6: Depend on it. This is Judd Hickenbotham from Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade,
0: and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. He was the runner-up to be my son's godfather, so he's got that going for him. <laughs> still mad I wasn't uh, named godfather to Hickerman through this kid. Oh, well. I do have a godson. He lives in San Francisco. Half Asian. Nice. Yeah, his name's Liam. Half Asian, half Irish. Liam? Liam. <laughs> and his birthday, remind me, his birthday's on Halloween. I gotta 31st. send him out a gift out there, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the show. Mark Aaron with you till midnight. Uh, Low T-Chuck off tonight. Personal day? Cramps? What was the deal? I guess so, yeah. Cramps? We'll go with cramps? I just got a text said, "Oh, I forgot to tell you I'm off tonight. DeMarco is filling in. DeMarco, did you did
5: you get a reason why he was off?" "I did not know. All right. Um I just got a call saying, "Hey, can you cover tonight?" And when
0: did you is. get a call?
5: Uh I uh I found this out like a couple days ago." "Okay. Yeah, so it's been a, it's, it was so planned.
0: You, Chuck knew the cramps were, were going to come yeah, on Thursday." Yeah. "All right. Uh, so. Longoria is always <laughs> here. He's, <laughs> no, I'm he's, here, I'm he's right. stoic. He's got that Mexican work ethic. Um the the big story today nationally was the political story of Kevin McCarthy uh, turning down or dropping out of the race for Speaker of the House. You know we're not talking politics here, but basically he turned down a job, Speaker of the House. Have you ever turned down a job that you look back on and now regret? 404 872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK Steve's in Duluth. Duluth. Duluth is on fire. Steve, tell me your sad story, my friend.
8: (laughs) Well, I don't know if it's bad. You never, when you go down these avenues, you never know uh, what the future brings. But first of all, I really enjoy your show. Thank you, buddy. Um, yeah, I had an opportunity uh, a few years ago. Um, I've been a uh, consultant in many different industries for a number of years, and one of my forties was the automotive industry. And um I was uh, at my own company at the time, but um, one of the major automotive concerns uh, that I actually had contracted with uh, offered me a position that would uh, be a a vice president of marketing for the racing division. Okay. So um, this is a major concern. Everybody knows the name. It's a household name. Mm -hmm. And um, well, I had just gotten remarried. I just gotten remarried, and having been associated with uh, uh, racing my my whole life, I can tell you that I wasn't. Uh, after scratching my head about it, the um, the deal was is that I was going to be gone all the time. Uh, oh, by the way, this, on the road, uh, you mean? Yeah, this job came with a G two airplane. Oh my goodness! Okay, so having um, you know having um, kids at home too. Mm-hmm. And so forth so um, you know it, it was a me- you know when you count all the dollars and all the losses and what ifs and buts and all that stuff you know it was a million dollar deal
0: Wow and you turned it down did you talk to your new wife about it I mean, yes did, what did she say
8: well I mean her concern was that um, you know there was a lot she works too hmm and with children at home um, someone's got to watch them. yeah you know and and so, if if that had not been the case, if I had not had kids at home, you would have done it. I would have done it in a heartbeat, and I would have brought her along with me. How long ago was this, Steve? Uh, ten years.
0: Man, are you still married to the the lady? Oh yeah. All right, well that's good. Yeah. That's at least even a so, happy ending.
8: It yeah yeah yeah. I mean it does. And uh, but you look back on these things and say what if and you know I, I'm pretty pragmatic about it as you can tell. But yeah. um, it would have been. And, and oh by the way, people that have these types of jobs, they don't they burn out in them. Oh, they do. do. Three years.
0: Okay. Are okay. you still
8: a uh, consultant? I am. I am still a consultant. Yes, I am. All right. Well, that.
0: Well, listen. You. You seem very level-headed about it. Um, that certainly was an enticing and intriguing uh, offer. But mm-hmm. uh, you seem okay with the way it turned out.
8: Yeah. You no. Know, I, I. am okay with it. I, right. I just. I couldn't leave my new bride in my. Cousin.
0: Remember that though. The next time you have to fly commercial.
8: And you're like, I could have had my own private jet,
0: son of a biscuit. Good call. Good call. Danny's in Atlanta. Danny, you're on the Mark Aram Show.
2: Hey, Mark. How you doing? What up, Danny? Hey, I just uh, was telling your call guy that, you know, my dad was in the Air Force and aviation just runs really deep in our blood. Mm -hmm. And uh, after college and after tech school, I had two offers on the table. One was for a major airline there in Atlanta. And the other one was for uh, Epps over uh, at the FBO at PDK. Yeah. And uh, I chose to go with the comfortable route and take the major airline job. But uh, because, you know, my dad and I had always been involved in general aviation and stuff like that, about five years into that career, Epps goes up to the Antarctica, and uh, there's these P-38s that are under about 250 feet of ice from World War Two. Mm-hmm. And these guys are tunneling down to these things and pulling these airplanes out piece by piece, and then I actually get one I'm flying again. And, you know, Aaron Space did this huge article on it. They had it part of their exhibit and stuff, and I'm like, doggone it. You know, this is something that's in my blood. Yeah. And if I had went the route of going to EPS, I could have been up there with those guys bubbling you know, up in the tent and stuff.
0: After, you know, we fly out of PDK with the uh, helicopters here, so I'm very familiar with Eps. But I don't blame you. I would have I done the same thing. I would have gone with the uh, the big airline. I, I mean, it's, it's it would have it been a win-win. I think it's a win-win there, Danny.
2: Yeah, I don't think financially I'm any different off or going one way or the other. I think it just comes down to that old adage that, you know, do something you love. That yeah. way, you enjoy it every day.
0: You would have enjoyed. I can tell you what. I used to steal coffee from Epps all the time. Um, <laughs> they have because the coffee in the in the uh, WSB hangar is god awful. I used to go over to Epps and they had really good coffee. So you missed out on great coffee. Is basically what I'm telling you. All right, man. Well, thanks, Danny. 404-872-0750 Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. <laughs>
6: And now on the Mark Aram show,
7: it's time for the fast food review. Joining
0: us live on the greasy salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular fast food review. How you doing,
6: Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm covered with cheese and I aim to please. I'm wrapped in bacon, and I will get down rolling tonight. night and no, no But it's
0: Very nice. So listen, um, we, we tried the Halloween Whoppers. DeMarco wasn't here for it, but me, Loti, and uh, Longoria had them, and we can confirm the next day that our poop was indeed green.
5: I have tried one though, and I did that just because I read the story about it.
0: And did your I said, poop I gotta turn green? One. I got
5: to have I got to try this. And it was green, yeah. So it
0: works on black fellows too. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, <laughs> my, mine's been
6: green all day today.
0: So too. The, for the record, it, it turns Jewish guys' poops green. <laughs> right, right.
6: Jews' nuggets.
0: Jews' nuggets. It turns Mexican guys' poops green. Right. It turns black dudes' poops yes. green. Mm. And whatever low T is, yeah. guy with low testosterone, it turned his poop green. <laughs> so it the, the Halloween Whopper turns everybody's poops green, Johnny.
6: So I'm going to hang up and barf now. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: Didn't mean to get you sidetracked, my friend. What do you got on the menu tonight?
6: That's okay, you, you, but you could have made it more exciting with a couple of ears of sweet corn. So
1: Green <laughs> <take> <laughs> corn. Uh, oh,
6: nice. Jeez, where have we gone,
0: Mark? Where I have we no gone? idea. I have no idea, my friend. So
6: this, this is, we've been talking about the, the Halloween Whopper for like the last week and a half. Can we finally set that one yeah, down? Yeah, we're
0: moving on. Brief? We're moving on, buddy. It's your show, okay. whatever you See, want. What it,
6: but we can't move on. From the A1 steak sauce or A1 sauce, they don't want it to be just for steak. You told me to go check out the A1 Smoky Bacon Tender Crisp that they also have at Burger King. Yes,
0: it looked phenomenal on the menu.
6: Right. Tender Crisp is their special chicken patty, cheese, smoked bacon. It's not applewood smoked. Just regular smoked. 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 (laughs) Right. And then your thick and hearty A1 sauce as opposed to your... Thin and wimpy sauce that they put on the <laughs> Halloween Whopper. Thick
0: and hearty as opposed to thin and wimpy, okay.
6: Right, so it's a decent chicken chicken bacon cheesy sandwich to begin with, and then what they call their brioche-style bun, mm-hmm. which is neither brioche nor style. <laughs> but, hey, now, you know, throwing, a, throwing A1 on it, I don't think it's going to add anything to it. You know, A1's got that. I, I'm not sure. It's got raisin paste and crushed <laughs> orange puree and dried onions.
0: I hear what you're saying. It's yeah, right? it's there's a little funkiness to it.
6: It kind of it kind of throws the whole taste profile up in the air and swings it around a little bit. I mean, it would be it would be gross if it had Worcestershire sauce on yeah. it. I'm glad they didn't go with Worcestershire sauce yeah, on it because no. it's a lot harder to say like I said, w-
0: Worcestershire t- sauce tastes like old people. It's not good. You shouldn't be putting that on yet. anything.
6: You're right, because it's fermented. Exactly. (laughs) And it it has that tamarind, which I think is the same stuff your grandma puts in her bath at night.
0: Exactly. Not blessed.
6: (laughs) Not at all. But 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 overall on this, I mean,
0: I went to the Burger King and the sandwich looked really good. Is it good? Should we try, try this
6: thing? It is good. If you like A1, keep it on. It's good without A1. So just get the Smoky Bacon Tender Crisp if you don't like A1 or get A1 on the side and dip it in. As you go. Bun to bun. They put the bun on. They, they put the A1 on the top of the bottom bun and the bottom of the top bun. Hmm. Yeah. So you can just dig out the middle of it and then throw away the bun if you wanted to do that. Excellent. If you just wanted a hint of A1.
0: All right. I might, I might try. I mean, I don't usually, again, I, I'm, I'm meat-free, but I'll make exceptions for, for the show. I might try All that. Right. You know what I'm going to try? Um, your buddy a brought me in a slice of breakfast pizza from Quick Trip today. Hmm. I'm going to try did you that. Did
6: bring it in tonight, or did you bring it in the, in the morning? He
0: brought it in like an hour ago. I put it in the fridge. I'm going to have it tomorrow morning.
6: Does that have the special sauce on it with the uh, the, the, the garlic sauce on it, or is it just eggs?
0: I don't know. Hang on He's... one second. Um, hey, Alwine, can you can we uh, talk to you on the air here, buddy? Where are you? We need a quick uh, sauce analysis, Alwine. All right, Alwine's at news edit 2. Um, all right, Alwine, put your headphones on. We're going to put you on the air right now. As Longoria pulls up, uh, Alewine from the the fast food news desk in the uh, in the newsroom. What are you doing there, Longoria? Jeez, Louise, news edit two, buddy. Comes after one and before three. <laughs> This is Longoria stalling because he doesn't want Alewine on the show, I think.
6: Well, thanks, Mark. I'm right here. All uh, right. We'll get, you know, the breakfast sauce is uh, actually. All right, there we go. Air, there There's you like a
1: hundred things on here I that I have to I'm route. sorry. I'm just, I'm just. I couldn't find jobs. the headphones. All right,
0: so Alewine, <laughs> uh, you brought in the breakfast pizza from Quick Trip for me. Yes, yes. Um, Johnny Kilboss has a question.
6: What was your question, Johnny? Bye, Mark. Hey. What, what kind of sauce is on that breakfast pizza, Mark? Uh,
9: you, you know, it, it seems like there is a tomato-based sauce on there with all of the breakfast uh, accoutrements that go with it, but it does seem to be that it's, uh, it's a regular pizza sauce on the bottom.
6: Good enough for me.
0: What, what else comes on the breakfast pizza, Alan?
6: Uh It's got eggs, cheese, sausage, and bacon.
0: Sounds mm-hmm. like a, a Johnny Kielbasa pizza cup flattened <laughs> out.
6: Yeah, I'd put ketchup as the sauce.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I'll I'll try that tomorrow morning. Again, thanks to Aline for for bringing that in for me. I've been dying to a try that. I was feeling
6: that, that slice wasn't going to be there in the morning. Aline, you but better not eat that. We will save. We will save it definitely. All right.
0: All right. Thank you, Mark Ailwine, uh from the WSB Breaking News Center. Um, all right. So I'll, I'll talk to. Uh, I'll have that tomorrow morning, and I'll tell you about it on, on Tuesday, Johnny. What do you say?
6: I can't wait to hear, it, Mark.
0: All right, uh, Johnny Kilbasa. We appreciate you as always, and
6: it's the cholesterol's ah, baby. Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kilboss.
0: At Johnny Kilboss. Appreciate you, brah. We got one segment to go on this Throwback Thursday. You're listening to Buddy Holly. Jim and Cumming turned out an amazing job for a chick. He'll tell us about that and maybe your call next. 404-872-0750. Plus, we got star of the show to give away. Stick around. This is the Mark Aram Show.
6: Mark Arrow on 95.5 and AM 750, WSB.
0: Final segment of the show again, Chris Kattan from Saturday Night Live on the program tomorrow night. Jim joins us in coming. Uh, Jim, you turned down a uh, crazy good job. What happened?
9: Well, you know, I was a pretty good athlete in high school. I went to North Springs High School, and Burke um, Russell and Dooley were recruiting me for a defensive end, and... I blew my knee out my senior year, it total reconstruction, and it, back then you know you didn't recover from that. Sure, and sure. And I was a state champion wrestler. And um, Georgia Tech coach called me and said, "I know you can't play football anymore, but you you want to wrestle for us?" And I said, "Yeah." And so basically. The WWF called me and said, hey, we want you. And I started training with them. And Marty Gennetti and I started training as tag team partners. And uh, they sent me, they were sending me to Japan for a tour with Marty and my girlfriend, which is my wife for 30 years. So so you've
0: you turned know, down it, being a professional wrestler.
9: Well, you know, I wrestled for professionally for two years, but it was our big run. And uh, she goes, when you get back, I won't be here. And uh, that was like, no way. And she goes, no, you're not leaving for four months. So I turned it down, and, and it was good because we've had a great one.
0: Well, that's so, good. And a lot of wrestlers, I mean – it's it's sad. There's been a lot of early deaths from wrestlers, so perhaps. Oh,
9: it, it, it it's a sport. Back then, I and mean, then there was so much drugs involved, and uh, it, it was a crazy. It, it, we you know groupies we called ring rats. Yeah. And uh, you know it, it was a crazy sport. Right. Yeah, you know, it it was fun.
0: Well, you say you sound content with your decision, though, Jim.
9: Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm at, uh,
0: you could have been, you, could have been uh, you know, champion of the world, like Bob Backlund, but you have, you have a happy life now. Oh, yeah. That was my favorite wrestler of all time, by the way, Bob Backlund. I had to get that in. Jim, thanks for the call. We got to run.
6: And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? This is a
0: really tough uh, decision for me. Longori did a great job up until the goof on news edit 2. there was no goof. It just took too long. You're better than that. Okay. DeMarco did an amazing (laughs) job. DeMarco actually screened calls. Three times people were like, oh, I told your screener. That never happens with Charlie. Oh, yeah, he never screened it. Alewine, however, brought in breakfast pizza, which is huge. Mm -hmm. I've been dying for that. But Heidi Rue also brought in homemade banana bread, and she is way hotter than Alewine. Well,
7: yeah, that's... that's, Way hotter. Yeah. So...
0: Star of the show goes to uh, Heidi Rue from B98.5 okay. for okay. bringing uh, Longoria and myself. Did You didn't get any, DeMarco. Can you I eat did ban- not. I heard about it, though. Can you eat banana bread? I love banana bread. All right. We have a little left for you. It's on my desk. Got it. So uh, Heidi Rue, star of the show. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter, at Mark Arum. Facebook, Mark Arum WSB, and Instagram, Mark Arum. Tomorrow on the show, Chris Kattan from Saturday Night Live. Uh, in the meantime, go to sleep, little baby.
7: Don't you eat, pretty baby. You and me and the devil makes three, don't need no other loving baby, go to sleep you little baby.
1: Guests of the Mark Garham Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.